right now, the world couldn't be more chaotic. History shows us what gold does when the world goes crazy. It goes up in value. Right now, we're in unprecedented times. The pandemic, the war in Ukraine, the devaluation of the U.S. dollar. Gold and other precious metals are a defense measure against the hyperinflation that's happening right now. So what can you do to protect yourself? This is what you do. Call my friend, Alan Johnson, at United Gold Group. He's dedicated to helping people secure their retirement income. He'll help you with gold, silver, and other precious metals and show you how to set up your own self-directed IRA. Safe and secure, United Gold Group makes gold ownership easy and affordable. There couldn't be a better time. Call now and get a Silver American Eagle proof set with a qualified IRA. Call 800-753-8534. Again, that's 800-753-8534 or visit unitedgoldgroup.com. I'm Clyde Lewis, and you're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. If you'd like to hear the podcast in its entirety, sign up at Aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. The numbers call tonight 503-225-0860. It's 503-225-0860. 0860 coming to you live tonight. Very happy to be here. Uh, broadcasting coast to coast thanks to Talk Media Network. TalkStreamLive.com keeps us lit on the internet with uh, millions of streams that uh, carry this program, putting us at number one on the TalkStream Live top 50. We're very happy about that. Also on the Paranormal app, we're number one. And if you want to check us out at Aftermath.media, do it because, of course, you can have the show at any time, plus anything else you need, whether it be videos or something that uh, you want to use to uh, do some investigation. We've got all kinds of study groups uh, featuring some of your favorite writers and uh, all there at Aftermath.media. That's Aftermath.media. Sign up today while it's still on your mind, Aftermath.media. This morning I woke up and uh, actually I had a good sleep for some reason. I slept well. I've uh, been having a hard time sleeping because, of course, the wife and Liam are out and uh, the cats are crazy and they're like meowing everywhere and I just can't get to sleep because they're missing their mom and they're missing, you know, Liam. And, uh, of course, they meow and they want to curl up into bed and they wake you up. <laughs> so I've been having a hard time. So last night, for some reason, they were very quiet. So I got up early today and had the opportunity. It gave me more study time because usually I do a lot of my studying after the show. Sometimes I'm too tired to do it. I just want to sit back and watch some mindless TV. But there's something right now that's in my face all the time. And if, you, if you're a person who's reading news every day or if you're, I don't know if watching the news gives you this because I haven't really been watching the mainstream media and I've been avoiding it because every time I watch it, I, I just feel like my brain starts to feel nauseated. Have you ever had that feeling where your brain gets nauseated? I've been having that. Every time I watch the mainstream, every time I watch CNN or MSNBC or even Fox, my, my brain starts to get nauseated. But I think what's bothering me is futures are hard to plan when you've got so many people talking about how there is no future or you got to do this or else you won't have a future. We'll guarantee you a future if you just do what we're to do what you're told. And it seems like it seems like now it's in the cards that if we don't de-escalate the situation in Ukraine, that a nuclear war is going to be reality. Russia 
conducted its first test of the Sarmat, which is this intercontinental ballistic missile that carries a heavy nuclear payload. Vladimir Putin and his advisors have issued nuclear warnings throughout the war in Ukraine, threatening the United States and the North Atlantic Treaty Organization, NATO, with an attack if they escalate their involvement. Moscow recently threatened Sweden and Finland with a preemptive strike if they were to join NATO. So Russia's war is being fought on two levels. At the military level, the battlefields have been restricted to Ukrainian and, in a handful of instances, Russian territory. But the conflict is also a war against NATO, given Ukraine's position as an applicant, NATO's military support for Ukraine, and NATO's willingness to embargo Russian products and cut off Russian energy. Nuclear use would require NATO to respond, but a nuclear response could trigger retaliation, basically dragging Russia and NATO up the escalation ladder to a wider nuclear confrontation. A nuclear response would obviously affect the world in many ways. Mostly, it would affect the world's biosphere, which, of course, has been the concern for climate change activists. So this tells me something. I don't know if anybody's brought this up yet. This shows me, and it shows everybody, if you're willing to go here, it shows us that while climate change concerns are everywhere, they're a farce, more so now, because look, the war that is being supported by the left is the worst thing that can happen to the environment, and a nuclear exchange would be even worse. It'd be, it'd be total uh, annihilation, total, uh, you know, the, the, the ecological, eco, the ecosystem would be totally destroyed. Uh, we would see, it would just be horrible, okay? I, I mean, I can't emphasize enough. I mean, you can't be in people's faces about climate change. If you support a war that is wasting people's tax dollars and resources, if you are supporting a war that robs the planet of resources, we know that wars do this. We know that the, the military, uh, there, there's no solution to the climate crisis and no hope for human life on this planet. It doesn't include disarmament and in the end of war. It needs to happen. And people who are supporting Ukrainian war, you can't, you, you can't have consistency by being a supporter of the fight of clim- uh, against climate change and a war in Ukraine. You can't do that. It, it, it's hypocrisy. I mean, if you're a big environmentalist, if you're a person who believes in the environment over uh, environment uber alles, if, if that's what you are, then why do you support a war in Ukraine? Why why do you support all the money going to Ukraine to help them fight a war against Russia? Military operations we know leave a toxic legacy in their wake. U.S. military bases when you take they. De- they despoil the landscape, they pollute the soil, they contaminate the drinking water. And yet, hey, we're all for this. Support Ukraine. Wars ravage fragile ecosystems that are crucial to sustaining human health and climate resiliency. Direct warfare inherently involves the destruction of the environment through bombings and boots-on-the-ground invasions that destroy the land and infrastructure. So how can you get behind this war 
pay all that money out for this war and still be a climate change guy, uh, an activist. It's hypocritical. The climate change left or the left-wing climate change activists and, and those people who are all about climate change, for some reason, they're all for war. It doesn't make sense. It makes you wonder about the credibility of climate science. It makes you wonder about the education of those who support this whole climate change idea. Because if they're so hell-bent on changing the biosphere of the planet, they're so hell-bent on this whole carbon emission nonsense and everything else. Look, you fight a war, I'll eat my hamburgers. Okay, you fight a war, I'll eat my steaks. 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. I'm Clyde Lewis. You're listening to Ground Zero, and we'll be back. You just listened to a segment of Ground Zero. If you'd like to hear previous shows along with having access to our online library and social media platform, sign up now at Aftermath.media. It's only $10 a month, and there's also yearly specials to fit your budget. Again, go to Aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis, and thank you for supporting Ground Zero.